With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Until we find your spot, shall we? We're talking about sex, all kinds of sex. The good, the bad, the nasty. Your questions and comments, sexual desires, those are our topics. So we encourage you to share your thoughts, questions, and experiences in your words. Little bit about me. I am your host, Lady G. I'm a published author, poet, and speaker. My first book is a simple how-to guide called The Art of Sucking, a guide to giving great head, written for women who want to know how to please themselves by pleasing their man. I'm currently working on my second book titled I'm a Ho, I'm a Ho, You a Ho Too, a collection of stories for women and men who email me their personal sexual experiences anonymously. The stories are funny, sad, freaky, loving, and informative. During the show, you'll hear me talk about my hoism. For example, hototes, hotitude, low ho, high ho, Hollywood ho, play a ho, funky ho, faux ho, campus ho, hishi ho, bala ho, super ho, and many, many more. But my philosophy is simple, and whether you do you, him, or her, do it well. And first of all, I would like to thank our sponsor, Audible.com, the leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information, and that's at audibletrial.com slash rfsports. If you go to my website, T-R-U-S-E-X-T-A-L-K, that's truesextalk.com, You'll find a link there where you can get uh, audibles.com at no cost. You can also steer your friends to the website so that they can listen in to our show. All right. Well, we're glad to be back. We want to thank everyone for joining us. We already have a uh, few thousand listeners from all over the world, and we thank you. We want to thank everyone that's listening in all of the different countries, and there are many, and we're quite... So we've been talking about, you know, different things for both men and for women, and they've been tips, they've been tricks, there have been how-tos, 
you know, there are suggestions, there have been some studies that we've gone over and gone through, and some of the things that um, we're going to talk about is, for example, reigniting maybe your sexual interest, your interest in your partner, you know, it goes both ways. So we're going to take a look at some of that a little bit this evening. And again, we want you to call in. So if you've already called in, press 1. At any point in time that you have a question, we'll be more than happy to answer it. You don't have to give your name if you don't want to. So no worries there. All right. So ladies, be honest. When your sex life becomes just a little bit humdrum, we'll say that's when the mental catalog of all the ways your partner isn't quite measuring up pops into your head. Guys tend to get kind of a bad rap when it comes to understanding women's bodies and what turns us on, and it makes the gentlemen easy targets in the blame game when sexual satisfaction starts to wane. And sure, they make their fair share of, of errors in the bedroom and in the bed, but as the saying goes, it takes two to tango. So it's not a one-sided responsibility, always two-sided. So as it actually turns out, some of the top sex and relationship, relationship experts rather say that women make plenty of sex mistakes on their own. And I'm going to go over a few of the things that uh, some of those experts have to say about the six most common mistakes women make in the bedroom and what they can do to get the satisfaction that they rightly deserve. So let's start off with uh, sex mistake number one, not initiating the sex with your partner. Now, many of us worry about ladylike behavior we don't want to appear like we're, you know, acting like a hoe, being pushy, or coming on too strong for fear of being labeled aggressive. But according to Les Parrott, a professor of psychology at the Seattle Pacific University and author of a new book, Crazy Good Sex, failing to initiate sex is one of the biggest mistakes that women make. Most men feel that they're always the initiator, and that sets up kind of um, a roving scale on the passion scale of their relationship. Generally, men want to be pursued by their partners just as much as women do. Now, I don't know if we actually look at it like that or if it's, you know, insecurity sometimes of, maybe a woman being rejected. You know, it can be a lot of different things that we do, some of the things that we do, but it's actually opening up, taking a look and seeing, you know, what, when's a good time, what's a good time, what's his mood, you know, these types of things. Now, <clears throat> Holding on to some outdated ideas about the sex roles also kind of inhibits satisfaction with uh, our sexual relationships. 
You know, that's literally uh, verbatim from uh, Dr. Ruth. You may recall Dr. Ruth Westheimer, PhD. She's a psychosexual therapist and a professor at New York University, as well as a lecturer at Yale and Princeton. They used to think that women were less interested in sexual activity. And that's not something that we, we even discuss anymore because it's come to, to light that women are just as interested in sex as men. And just to give you an example, if anybody's been paying attention to the web lately, you know, we've got a, a felon whose mugshot has now made history for the Stockton Police Department because within 24 hours, this guy's mugshot had over 2,000 Twitter comments, and on Facebook it was over a couple of thousand, as well as the fact that there were already close to 5,000 comments. So, and most of them are from women who are lusting after this uh, good-looking criminal. So... I mean, he, they are actually calling him, um, you, if anybody that watches um, Grey's Anatomy, you know, they have McSteamy. Well, this guy is McMugshot, and his last name is Meat. So women are just as enthused and turned on by photographs, by looks, and as well as by sex. So, you know, one of the things I think that we need to to engage ourselves a little more and tell us, you know, you've got a part in that too. You've got to make her, you know, feel comfortable doing these things as well. You know, your response is what makes the difference. I think there, uh, there are some women that may even be more interested in sex than some of their partners and that can create a problem as well. So showing your interest by taking first steps from time to time your partner will not only appreciate it, and you may find a level of satisfaction in taking that responsibility for your sexual experience, something Westheimer also feels quite strongly about. Of course, our number two mistake, worrying about what we look like. Thinking about how you look during sex stops you from enjoying yourself and ruins your chances of achieving an orgasm. Now, that's not actually true for everyone, but... It is true, you know, and that's the the portion where you kind of step up and say, be comfortable with yourself, you know, feel good about your own body because it's not only important, but it's crucial to your own mental health. You know, you can criticize yourself all day long, but it's when you just feel comfortable in the skin you're in, then when you want to improve it, you will improve it. All right, so back to worrying about what we look like. Thinking about how you look during sex it does really stop it, puts a stop on everything. So don't think about the fat on your belly, the makeup on your face. Concentrate on the pleasure of the act. How do you give yourself permission to have an orgasm? And men want their women to to basically to abandon themselves in sex play. That's not likely if you're anxious about your physical concerns. And, you know, there's 
a writer out there named Helen Fisher. She's Ph.D. from Rutgers. She's the author of a new book called Why Him, Why Her. It says men don't notice half the things that women obsess about. So relax. Don't let all your thoughts and actions be controlled for your wish to have that physical intimacy. Building the foundation for physical love, it does take time. And you also have to love yourself. And you know, work on your relationship as a whole. The physical intimacy is not possible if you're just not emotionally close already. So, James, what do you think? Do you agree? Uh, I, I have to disagree with uh, some of it, I guess. First of all, hello to everyone out there that's listening. And uh, I do have to agree with uh, Chad in the uh, chat room that, yes, uh, Dr. Ruth is a legend. I, I agree. Uh, but, you know, uh, you're going through your list, and I have to, first of all, before I come in on number two uh, from the list, the whole business with this whole mugshot guy is, is ridiculous. You know, that's, 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 one of, that's, that's one of the things that men like myself are just like, really? Are you serious? This guy's this guy's a criminal. He's in jail. Apparently he's uh, got a pretty lengthy uh, criminal record. He may be in jail for quite some time. Uh, I'm not for sure what the actual offense was, but really, he's got he's in there for some ammunition and firearms charges, and okay, because so, he's, so in, the, he's already a convicted felon, that's the, the reason. So all the guys in the world that are out here working, everything else, he, this guy has to get all the comments and likes and. Uh, potentially getting modeling contracts all over a mugshot. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. But you mentioned number two, which I believe was uh, worrying about how they look or women worrying right. about how they look during sex. And uh, just, just FYI, I, I can't uh-huh. say I speak for every man, but I know I speak for a majority, at least the ones I know that uh, tune in every Saturday. And uh, she <laughs> should definitely... She should definitely worry about how she looks during sex. I mean, seriously, you, it, it delights her. A lot of times we like to make love with the lights on so we can see features and facial expressions and curvatures of the body, of the spine. So she should definitely worry about how she looks during sex. She should always keep it sexy, definitely, okay. always. Okay, we're not talking about keeping it sexy. We're not talking, that's not even what we're talking about. What we're actually talking about is, you know, a woman may look at herself in the mirror and she may think that she is unattractive. But in seriousness of a relationship, James, if she's unattractive, then why are you trying to make love to her anyway? Well, that's, well, that's not, the, that's in, not, in that's the, not, in, that's different, though. We're talking about... No, it's not you different said because... She's worried about how she looks during sex. She worried, she's worrying about her body and what she believes her faults to be. I'm not saying not to groom yourself. I'm not saying not to, you know, look, look the best that you can look. But at the same time, whether she has makeup on or her makeup is off, it should literally not make any difference because why are you being intimate with her in the first place if she didn't turn you on from the get? 
okay? So you and all those other men that you think totally are, are on track with you and agree with you, bull, okay? That's bullshit. Okay. I, I'm, I'm totally, totally against that, and, and I can pretty much, you know, if a woman is worried about the cellulite on the back of her thighs and you don't even know what the hell cellulite really is, then how does that, you know, is that going to turn you off? It's possible. She's got, she's got, she's got thick, thick thighs, and you enjoy every time you make love to this woman. But that's going to be the thing that's going to make you say, "No, I don't want none," because you got still. No, what you, really? What you do is you just close your eyes real tight and think of Holly Berry or somebody like that, you know. And don't, and don't think Holly Berry don't have cellulite, but she got it too. How the berry is perfect. How dare you? How dare you say that she's perfect? No, no I totally <laughs> dare to say that because she's not perfect. Nobody is perfect. We don't look perfect. And I can pretty much guarantee that, that what you just said, I'm not saying, I mean, you know, it's about a woman keeping herself up and keeping herself together. I totally get that. But in the same token, hold up just a second. What about the man? Okay. Well, yeah, he's, what about the man? You know, you know, you, you're, you're uh, talking about he, she needs to pay attention. Well, hold on a minute. Because, you know, we're talking about pot bellies. We're talking about hair growing everywhere. We're talking about, women love that stuff, you know. Right? They love that. No, they don't. No, no. How you know? When were you a woman? Never. Okay, because I'm going to say, unless you're transgender, and, and I've missed it some kind of way, then you and I should have been discussing that on our last show. Okay. Women love, we women love men that look like normal men. And guess what? Men like feeling and being into a woman that's just a normal woman. You know, do we all have fantasies? Truth be told, there's all kinds of fantasies that we have out there. You know, we got fantasy looks and, and you know, Mr. Felony in Stockton, California, Mr. Meeks or Meeker or whatever his name is. You know, uh, he's a good-looking guy. That's really all that was about. It was a, it was a mud shot. It was the look. It was the bone structure. He was manly. He was masculine. I guess. But he was handsome. I guess. So, sure, sure. You know, whatever you, you say. You can say... You can say, um, you know, it, it's all based on on what you're seeing. But the truth of the matter is, if you're feeling it and you're really feeling it, you're not paying attention to some of the little little idiosyncrasies. Those are the things you're paying attention to. All right, before I get any more heated at that comment that you made, I'm going to go ahead and keep moving <laughs> forward, okay? Cause because I'm just like, I'm real hot right now. So, you uh, know. Well, well men, men in the chat room, rise up. We need to hear from you. Uh, now, here's the thing. You know, working on on your relationship, on the physical intimacy, you know, it's not possible without that emotional closeness to each other. And it, that, that amount of intimacy is important. If you're in a relationship and there's something going on in the relationship, you need to fix it, okay? You need to work that out. You know, you may have been intimate many times before, but if your partner no longer seems interested, 
think about the problems that you're having on a non-physical basis. Do you fight a lot? Do you spend enough time together? Does your partner feel loved in everyday interaction? There are other things that might be lacking, then those things should be worked on before trying to persuade your partner to have sex with you because you shouldn't have to persuade someone. It should be something mutual all the way around. You know, if you've not had sex with your partner, you've got to make sure that they feel comfortable around you, that they trust you. You know, be confident in their needs in a non-sexual way, i.e., you know, make sure they're enjoying the activities that you choose for dates. Be interested in the daily life. Celebrate their successes. Support them when they're having trouble, whether it's with school, work, family issues, health problems, just a bad day. You know, it's about talking to your partner. You know, there's nothing more important in a relationship than communication. So let them know that you appreciate who they are. Many people shy away from the physical intimacy because they've got issues with their body image. Well, they might be embarrassed because of their weight, their fitness level, other things that they perceive as flaws and don't want you to reject them because of it. But again, back to my point, you know, you wouldn't be trying to be intimate with this person if you weren't turned on, if, the, if, if it wasn't there, right? Am I right or wrong? Well, yeah, of course. Okay. Now, um, kind of, you know, talking again with your partner to see, you know, if anything's wrong, if they're feeling tense, uh, if they've got any physical problems or, you know, again, communication. If it's somebody you haven't been with, you need to talk to them, you know, about what's going on with them physically, you know, maybe they have an STD and they're, they're trying to finish their dosage of medication before they follow through. You know, yeah, well, 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 hold on. So, so are you saying what, I mean, I think, I think you're right. You should have that discussion, but that's like a, that's a, that's a pretty big discussion. I, I would say this though, you know, you talked about how, uh, you know, uh, you have to work on, you have to really pay attention to the stuff that's not, physical, like how you guys communicate with each other. I think, right. I think uh, now you would agree that uh, women are very emotional creatures, right? Oh, I know some men that are quite emotional. Well, yeah, okay, there, there, there are a few, there are a handful. Uh, but women a lot of times lead and think with their emotions at times. At least they can recognize emotions a lot different than uh, than most men can. So, I think I think I don't know where I read this at. I don't know what where it's from, but I think there's a, a, a scientific evidence that backs up the fact that couples that argue uh, quite a bit normally have the best sex. You know, if you if you uh, think they that have what? they have the best sex, you know, the couples no, that argue a lot. I think that's, that's I think true. that's true. You, you have to you have to kind of you know if you, if I think back on mine experiences, some of my best uh, sexual experiences have been after a nice little, you know, difference of opinion uh, or, you know, uh, some type of incident or something. So that's why I think that for sure, um, I think I think it's proven. It's got to be proven somewhere. That okay. Couples that have let me, that, let me that, say that, this. That tug of war. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me say this. Now, 
don't get me wrong. An argument gets you going. It gets you flowing. It gets, you know, more raw emotion out. So when there's a lot more passion and intensity, if there, and because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, an argument is an emotional situation. So you're right. telling me the best sex you ever had was emotional sex. Yeah. That's the best sex you ever had. Well, now, hold up a minute. So either it's a good thing for a woman to be emotional or it's a bad thing for a woman to be emotional. But here's my point. If she's emotional, you're going to fault her for being emotional. But then if she's emotional in the bedroom, you're going to praise her because that's what you're trying to get at, Right. Well, yeah. yeah am, I I, am, so. am I right? You know. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. It, you know, it is I mean, I'm, trying, I'm trying to, to understand what the difference is here. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's a definite double standard. I, I, I get that, but I'm just, uh, I'm just, just keeping it like it is. Shout out to everybody well, okay, that agrees with me. But again, you know, emotion is what makes the world go round. And it's the lack of emotion that men have when it comes to dealing with their women in their relationships that puts us in a stagnant mode. I mean, you want me to contain my emotions when it's, when it's convenient for you and you don't have to pay attention to them. Oh, but you want me to exhibit my emotions when we get ready to get down and dirty because you know the sex is going to be great. Right. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you got a uh, you got you got a call you got a caller that wants to chime in. All right, so let's do it. Caller. Hi. Yes. Thank you for calling True Sex Talk, and I'm Lady G. You know what we're talking about? What the subject is? How can I help you? I was kind of hooked on emotion. You talked about women having emotions versus men having emotions, but emotions are different. They run different ways. Now, sexual emotion, just crazy emotion, is two different things. A woman can get out on emotions where we say men think with intellect and women think with emotion. Emotion can be radical in a different state. Love and emotion is a whole total different emotion. And as we admit, there are a lot of different emotions. We know women go through a lot of different emotions, so we say there are phases emotions. So to say that you want her to be emotional in the bed and non-emotional outside in the relationship, well, that's different to me. Uh, emotional in the bed is emotional in the bed. That's sexual arousal or whatever. Emotional on the outside could be an argument about something totally different where she just goes totally crazy. Okay, but Amen. getting back to what, what James was saying is James was Preach. saying that the best sex ever is when you have a heated argument and basically he's talking about makeup sex and that's the most memorable best sex ever. Now, Caller, do you oh, yeah. remember that? Well, sometime in that track, too, we're still talking about emotion. And when we get down to, I hate to say, the pity party. And sometimes a woman plays emotion for that pity party that after, that after that fight, she wants emotion, she wants that love thing, and so any emotion she's getting from that turns back into sexual emotion. It started out as a crazy emotion, but turned into a sexual emotion when that's initially what she wanted anyway was that sexual emotion. I think if it takes an argument to get to a sexual emotion, I think it's kind of crazy that it might be your way, 
but I think it's still two different emotions. All right, I'll concede to the two different emotions, but we can pretty there we much. Go. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, first of all, James. Luckily, Thank you, Carla. you are you 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 are somewhere else. Okay, because the caller, I'll give I'll give credit on that. I will, but at the same time, let me also say that there are all different types of emotions. That is very true. However. He said one key thing. He thought it was a little bit strange if that's how you get to your your sexual emotion is through a heated argument, which in other words, you don't have to have that heated argument to have a great, hot, memorable sexual experience with your partner. That's not necessary. Okay. Well, I mean, not, not for everybody. I'm getting, I'm, not for everybody, but my... My tip for men that are listening out there, the, the thousands that are listening, I hope that some of them are men. Uh, yeah, just go ahead and uh, get that argument started, brother. Get that argument oh, no, going. Don't listen to him. Get that little argument going. Let me, let me wait, just wait, say this. This is wait, the same those, man. Wait you hear those magic words. I, wait you hear those magic no, no, words. No, no, no. I can't, no, no, no. I can't stand your ass. When you hear that, go time, buddy. Go time. Okay. Listeners, this is the same man that wanted to have a threesome uh, with his spouse, okay? And those of you that recall on that show, I specifically said he had lost his mind because doing a menage a trois with your spouse is definitely going to be and have an everlasting effect on your relationship. So... You have to remember, this is the same person who we've gotten bad advice from before. Do not listen to him. Do not listen to him. Okay? <laughs> you are going down the wrong road. Okay? Let me just say. Now, let me also say that a lot of times people don't know how to ask their partner if they, if they want to get down. You know, do you want to go to bed? Do you want to make love? Do you want to, do you want to fuck? Do you want to have sex? You know, I, can I suck your dick? You know, are you going to eat my pussy? You know, these are all different, different ways of saying different things, you know. You want to just go to bed. Whatever it is you need to do, you need to communicate with your partner and ask them if they want to. You know, for some of us, we there are telltale signs that we can tell, you know, that the person that we're intimate with, they're not interested at this point in time. Whether they're tired, they're stressed, they're just, you know, they're not in the mood. Now, can you turn that mood around? Of course you can, you know, but it also depends on whether or not that's what you're going to do. You know, you can either leave it alone or you can go for it. You know, but you've also got to look at choosing a time when both of you are relaxed, you're in a calm environment, you know, perhaps explain, you know, what you're feeling and why you feel like you want them at that point. Or, you know, if you feel like you've lost part of your emotional connection, you know, because your sex life is disappeared or vanished, then you want to reestablish that connection. But you've got to talk to your partner 
you're feeling rejected because of their lack of interest, you've got to let them know. Don't be accusing, though, in your, in your tone. Don't start the argument and make your argument about sex. You know, you're trying to use nonviolent communication to explain how you feel. And you don't want your partner to feel pressure, you know. And if they do, you want to take it slow. You want to be considerate. You want to be loving with their body, you know, as you are with their heart and their soul. You want to touch them softly. You know, there's, as I've always said, there's a time when the passion hits a certain point that, yeah, you know, we don't want to be caressed every single time. But, fellas, if this is your relationship and you've been with this person for several years, whether it's two years, five years, ten years, twenty years, you should know your partner's body, emotion, attitude. If a woman wants you to just totally ravish her, you know that. If she wants you to totally bang her, she is giving you the sign, she's giving you the strength and the energy, you should know exactly what that is. If she wants you to pay her attention by caressing her and rubbing her feet and just touching her in a loving, caring, nurturing manner. You should know the difference. And, you know, it really is about the two partners coming together equally at knowing each other. You know, it's no different than with a man. There are times that, you know, he just wants it to, to get down and be tough and be strong. And then there are other times that he's like, you know what, I want to savor this. I want to take my time. It's, this is going to be an extravaganza. You know, there's also going to be those minutes where it's like, hey, this is 10 minutes. We're going to get it. We're going to pump it on out and, and uh, exhaust it. You know, sometimes that's what we want. So, you know, I think part of it is totally getting into it in that way and working together on exactly what you're trying to accomplish. All right, we're going to take a, a slight break, and during this break, you know, just take a moment. Don't, uh, don't go anywhere because we're going to come right back. Now, True Sex Talk Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital, audio entertainment, and information. AudibleTrial.com slash RS Sports. With over 150,000 titles to choose from that you can listen to on any device, including what you're using to listen to True Sex Talk right now. If you sign up at our URL, which again is audibletrial.com slash rfsports, and you can find it on the True Sex Talk website. Just click on the icon for your trial. You will receive a free audio book and a one-month trial of the service. Join now and listen to erotica. That's right, the sexy stuff, sports, self-help, mystery, suspense, whatever interests you, You'll find it at the best in digital audio entertainment. 
audibletrial.com slash rsports. Make sure that you go to the webpage at True Sex Talk, that's T-R-U-S-E-X-T-A-L-K dot com. Calling all sports fans. There's only one place to go to get all your sports news, information, radio shows, sports talk, anything that you want to do. That's RFSN, the Real Fan Sports Network. Log on to realfansportsnetwork.com to hear shows from across the country. And, of course, make sure you can hear this show on the Real Fan Sports Network. Go to TuneIn Radio on the TuneIn Radio app and search for RFSN to get sports talk 24-7 from a fan's perspective. That's the Real Fan Sports Network, realfansportsnetwork.com. All right. Thank you for staying tuned in to True Sex Talk with Lady G. I'm Lady G, and again, we're going to talk until we find your spot. If you're just tuning in, please sit back and enjoy while we talk about everything from foreskin, yay or nay, breast, booty, or legs, sporting, is it all that it seems, six inches or ten, missionary or dog, threesome or swingers, and toys, toys, toys. What's your preference and why? Your calls and emails. We'll decide our topics and our conversations. Remember to email Lady G at truesextalk at gmail.com. That's T-R-U-S-E-X-T-A-L-K at gmail.com. Also go to the website. And don't forget to visit I-M-A-H-O-I-M-A-H-O.com. That's www.imahoamaho.com. And it's I-M-A-H-O, I-M-A-H-O, to submit your host story. All right. So we're back and we're talking about relationships, but we're also talking about reigniting some of the sex and getting getting it going again. You know, one of the, the things that I've learned that, you know, sometimes if you want it, from your from your mate and without doing it in an argumentative way or in a you know physical derogatory way you know ladies there are times you can just take it because you want it you know where he's standing you decide you want him at that moment take his hands off unbuckle his belt undo the the waist attachment, unzip them, slide them down, you know, and literally you're going to get a reaction. Now, James, am I right or wrong? Uh, You're 100% correct. And the reaction literally nine out of ten times is not going to be turned away. It is going to say, oh, okay, like now, here, yeah, you know, it could be anywhere, wherever you're at. If you know the timing's right and you have the seclusion you want without any onlookers or children or disruptions, 
whether you planned it time-wise or it's the spontaneity of it, go for it because that's what adds that spice. That's literally what adds to it, and it's pretty intense when it happens. Now, again, we're talking about, you know, coming back, getting getting the interest you know, you're taking it slow. You're being considerate. You're, you're, you know, showing love for the body the way you would again for the heart and soul. So, you know, and don't let a, a huge amount of adult material on the Internet fool you into believing that that's the way sex is or that's how sex should be because it's fiction. And it's just as much fiction as those women that they show in those porno flicks that squirts 12 feet up in the air. Fellas, it's not true, okay? Uh, I mean, seriously, for a woman to secrete like that, she'd be unconscious afterwards, all right? Come on. You know, know what is a setup, what's fantasy, what's fiction, what's real. You know, you can't reenact in real life some of the things that you see on those pornos. Number one, in all honesty, you could seriously hurt your partner physically and emotionally. And you can easily lose their trust if you don't understand the difference between the porn and the reality. You know, literally, this is, is a big thing. You want to watch porn, watch the porn. But when you are with a living, breathing person that you actually care about and you know cares about you, you want to ruin that relationship, go ahead and try to reenact something from a porn slip. And, you know, not only are you going to fumble, and you are, and you're going to go through some highs and lows. If you're going to entertain something new, make your partner part of it. If it's a, an, an actual act you want to try or a position you want to try, then share what you're, you've seen with your partner so that they're understanding that it's something you want to try, but you're not trying to do it the way that it's being done in a film, okay? I mean, some of the, some of the, the things that I've been asked in the past in, in my relationships have, some of them I've literally thought to myself, have you lost some brain cells? What are you smoking? Because I can pretty much guarantee you there are things that have been so out there that I thought, yeah, that's never going to happen. Not even a possibility. So you know if it's right, you know if it's the right thing to go with, you do know that, all right? So use some sense, fellas. Stop first and think about it. You know, you don't want to be disappointed. You don't want to disappoint your partner. And it's, it's not that you've done anything wrong, but every person is different. So engaging in physical intimacy, it requires trust in your partner. It does also require quite a bit of self-confidence. So they may not be confident enough to be so vulnerable around anyone else. So, you know, take it slow. Consider that they may have had a bad experience at another time, you know, in their life, in the past, with other partners. And I'm not saying that, 
you know, that it's right. Because we always and have always said, you should never judge the person you're with based on your last relationship. But being real about emotion and about your sexuality, you know what? There are some things that are going to overlap and stay with you for a while, you know. Until you learn about the person you're with or the relationship that you're in, you know, those things are still going to pop up in someone's head. You can say, don't do it, that's not the right thing, but the truth is it's going to happen. Now, make sure that you're keeping that open dialogue. You know, it's a devastating thing for a woman to admit that, you know, her, her husband or her spouse has lost his desire for her. It's also just as devastating to a man to find out that his wife has lost her desire for him. Now, women often jump to the conclusion that unsatisfying sex is the reason for the chilly temperatures, yet often is not. Men withdraw from their women for non-sexual reasons. You know, there's eight do's and don'ts to uh, see whether any of them might help ignite his spark with you. So I'm going to go ahead and some of some of those are. Don't be a diva. Nagging, negative, controlling, and bitchy behavior can drive away even the most patient man, especially if you're in the habit of taking your frustrations out on him or expecting him to be at your beck and call. It's hard for a man to feel desire for a woman who throws temper tantrums, constantly complains, or makes him walk on eggshells. Ask yourself, would I want to live with myself? Would I hate that from someone? So, you know, you've got, to, you've got to stop and you've got to ask the real questions, the questions that matter, that make a difference. And the other thing is don't be a doormat. Don't, don't let him treat you poorly just so that he'll stay. Because if you're always going along with his wishes to avoid rocking the boat, if you're afraid to disagree with him or stand up for yourself, or if you feel that you're putting far more into the relationship than he is, it's time for you to check for footprints on your back. Pushover women are unattractive to men, at least type, to the type of men that, you know, you're worth having. And at the same time, ladies, do you want a man that you can, can push around? Do you really want a man that you can boss around and bully that, you know, isn't going to stand up to himself as well? And another one, don't just be a mom. We all love our kids. However, a wife has a child-centered marriage where kids become the identity and purpose of her marriage, risk losing the intimate connection she has with her husband as a friend and a lover. It's okay to miss a Saturday soccer practice so that you can enjoy a romantic weekend getaway. In fact, it's essential. Modeling a healthy couple-centered marriage and relationship increases the likelihood that your children will in turn enjoy sexual, successful marriages and relationships and family lives. So put a lock on your bedroom door and use it. And, you know, that's a crucial statement in itself, and we've discussed this before. You know, put a lock on the door and let the kids know you're not to knock on it unless the house is burning down. You know? Now, James, what do you think? Uh, I think that's a, a great point. I mean, married couples with kids should 
make make sure they understand that they married each other. You know, not uh, not that you know, not that the kids are not important, but you still gotta make sure you maintain that connection uh, between the two. Exactly. All right. Now, don't ignore his complaints about you or your marriage. You know, you don't want him ignoring your complaints. And this is, this goes both ways. You know, I want to make sure that we're clear. It goes both ways for men and women, all right? So does he complain that you spend too much money, that you're always on Facebook, that you're too messy, that you reject him or criticize his parenting? Instead of getting defensive, ask yourself whether his complaints have merit. Of course, you've got complaints about him as well. So before the distance between the two of you becomes wider, find a way to resolve that ongoing conflict. This requires professional help. So be it. You know, great sex is great sex. But, ladies, you can't suck your husband's dick every time you don't get what you want and you think that that will change his mind. Because the truth of the matter is, fellas, it's the same way with your woman. You know, you can't fluff over it. You've got to fix what's broken, and you've got to make it right. You know, learn to like yourself and your life. You know, whatever's making you unhappy, stressing you out, holding you back, take responsibility for yourself. You know, make the necessary changes to enhance it and take better care of yourself physically and emotionally to improve your energy, your outlook, your self-confidence. You know, partners who have it together are more fun and appealing than those that don't. Make sure that you show one another appreciation. All right? So when's the last time that you thanked him or, you know, Things that, that you're looking at, you know, you're not picking on one another. Instead, you're complimenting each other. You know, fix your marriage, your relationship, instead of making excuses or assigning blame. You know, if, uh, you know, if, if your guy's messy, consider yourself a little bit lucky, okay? He's not somebody who's physically abusing you, but... He leaves the toilet seat up. Don't let the little idiosyncrasies be the reason that you have a massive argument because they're simple things, you know. The magic is showing appreciation for one another. You know, when you're singing the praises of a husband, a father, a son, you're doing these things not only in front of other family members in front of your kids, and, you know, it's pure magic the way that it works. You know, ladies, it's the same thing. You know, he's publicizing you on what a great woman you are, how great you are. He's doing it in front of family members, the kids. You know, you're on cloud nine because you feel appreciated. And you know what? You might love candlelight dinners, ladies, but romance him. You know, romance him, bromance him, you know, whatever it takes, because do something that you know he'll like. Yes, you like, uh, say, candlelit dinners and, you know, the sexy, you know, champagne and strawberries. But let's say his turn on is to be in front of uh, the TV watching 
a boxing match and having you right there with him. Whether you're eating pizza and you're watching, you know, his favorite sport, but you're there with him and you're engaged with him, there's something sexy about that, you know. There's something sexy about laying in bed at night, snuggling with one another, watching a scary movie, you know, while snacking on nachos or each other, you know. If he's a gamer, challenge him to a round of games. If he's a car or car bus, you know, get his favorite hobby magazine. You know, whatever it is, you know. Uh, okay, so he leaves your toilet seat up. You know what? So what? You know, it, it can't be that big of a deal. Put it down. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, rethink your sex life, your relationship. Remember that there needs to be more touching, more caressing, more approval from one another so that you can both enjoy the key point of your relationship, and that's not just the emotional bond, but that sexual bond, which, number one, you know, keep in mind, fellas, you know, it's not really having sex on a repetitive basis day in, day out, but it's the quality sex that you're having. You know, the orgasms that you're having and she's having are the key to good health. You know, I mean, they're saying having a healthy sex life helps keep prostate cancer at bay. So, fellas, you know, think about it. Ladies, one of the things they're saying for a woman, her sexual orgasms and the intimacy she has helps keep Alzheimer's and heart disease at bay. You know, these are, it, it affects women and men differently, but sex is healthy, all kinds of sex, whatever turns you on. You know, it is definitely healthier. And I want to just say now we're going to, I'm saying to the ladies to rethink your sex life. You know, if you've been pursuing him for sex, then try the opposite. Tease him. Let him take the lead. You know, add the spice to the bland sex life. You know, if you don't like the way it is, then do something to make it a little bit better, showing the enthusiasm, the experimental side the sex toys, the lubricants, the positions, the erotica, whatever it takes, shake it up. You know, if the frequency is already high but the excitement is low, then practice delayed gratification to build the anticipation. If frequency is low, break out the calendar and pencil it in. You know, sex is literally a use it, lose it type of thing. In the end, the couples that play together stay together. So we're going to be talking on our next show, and I want to make sure and let everyone know different tips and tricks on how to bring your partner to the orgasm. We're going to be a little explicit next week, so I'm giving you fair warning. You know, if you want your partner to listen, make sure that you guide them to the website where they can you know, they can log right in and they can listen on the player on the website or they can call in like you, you've done tonight. But we want to make sure that everyone knows 
that it is going to be more explicit. It's going to get very sexual next week, so be prepared, listeners. And for those new listeners that have logged in and signed in and called up tonight, we thank you. We thank our caller for calling in and uh, giving us uh, his um, opinion and, you know, giving us another way to look at things. And, yeah, we're not happy with James tonight because James was totally off kilter. (laughs) James, are you there? I'm here. (laughs) So, you know, the key thing is we want to make sure that everyone knows. You know, we enjoy you calling in and listening. We thank you for all your emails, your comments. You know, on both Twitter, on the Facebook page, and definitely the emails that I receive at truesextalk at gmail.com. So please make sure that you go to the website. Things are being added and changed on a regular basis. And, you know, we love having you. We definitely want to make sure that you keep on keeping on with us because True Sex Talk is turning out to be a lot more successful than I anticipated. And I love all of you from all over the world that are calling us and have comments. You know, we thank you for that because this is just our way of getting back to healthy relationships, healthy sex, and enjoying life in the best possible way you can. So that was our show tonight. We want to thank you all for tuning in. We're going to be back next Saturday from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. And just remember, peace, love, and great sex to all. Good night, everyone. Then, Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.